Welcome to English Harmony Podcast, where the English fluency expert Robbie Kukurs will teach you how to speak fluent English and become a more confident foreign English speaker. Hi guys, hello boys and girls, and hello my dear fellow foreign English speakers. It's Robbie here from EnglishHarmony.com, and welcome back to my video blog. Now, today, in this video, I'm going to address the following issue. Some of you guys might be under the impression that unless you move to an English-speaking country, that you just don't stand chance of developing a native-like English fluency. And the reason why I decided to record this video is a comment I received on uh, one of my YouTube videos a couple of days ago, and the person asked, uh, I really would like to ask whether you're a native English speaker. Your English vocabulary is quite high, but you have a special accent. Where do you live? And then I went ahead and responded to that comment by saying that I live in an English-speaking country, which happens to be Ireland in my case, and I've been living here for the last 14 years. And then, today, one hour ago to be more specific, I received a response uh, from that guy. I would imagine it's a guy, I'm not so sure, uh, because uh, foreign names can create a false impression that it's a guy, but it's actually a girl, you know what I mean? So, I'm really sorry. Uh, the name is Baris, so it just sounds me masculine, but it could be feminine for all I know, you know what I mean? Because I'm a Latvian, so I would kind of judge names going by my Latvian standards, if you know what I mean. Anyway, the response that I received is as follows. Sorry, English Harmony, I don't mean any offense, but I was surprised with the way you're talking English with no interruptions. But uh, especially considering that you were not born in an English-speaking country. But based on your answer, I found out why. Because you've been living in Ireland. I don't really understand why the quotation marks in Ireland, as if it's not a real country. Well, it's, uh, it's, it's a country, you know what I mean? It's a valid name, Ireland. So I don't know why these quotation marks. Anyway, he's saying then that I've been living, uh, learning English since 1998 and I'm still struggling with spontaneous and... Uh, improvised speech obviously thanks very much for your honest answer so basically the gist that i'm getting from this response is that that person was kind of hoping that i would tell them that i don't live in an english-speaking country but just because i said that i live in an english-speaking country he's like okay it figures that's why you speak so fluently so i don't live in an english-speaking country so i just don't stand a chance of speaking just like you do and uh, obviously I, I've been learning English since 1998 and uh, I don't speak fluently and that's what it is right unless I move to an English-speaking country I, I just don't stand a chance of speaking anywhere near to the level that you possess right and thanks very much for your honest answer and it kind of sends the message as if I've been trying to deceive my audience somehow right as if I've been trying to tell guys, listen, you can achieve fluency, but now I'm coming out and telling, listen, guys, I live in, I live in Ireland. And it's like, oh, like, it figures, Robbie, that's why you speak fluently. So why are you kind of, why you're not telling us right up front that you live in Ireland? Then we would at least uh, be on, an, on the same page and, and realize that we just can't improve fluency. Here's the thing, guys, you are wrong. With all due respect, but this is totally wrong. The reason being that I don't speak fluent English because I live in Ireland. Yes, it helps, but it helps for, for, the, for completely the different reasons. It's not as if you just 
come to an English-speaking country, and then somehow, magically, you just pick up the language just like that. As a matter of fact, I know a lot of Latvians, right? Latvia is my my home country, that's where I come from, and I, uh, I have good few Latvians that I know here in Ireland. I know a lot of them who, having lived here for more than 10 years, can barely string a sentence together. It just shows you guys that living in that environment doesn't necessarily guarantee that you will speak fluent local language. It's quite the opposite, actually. It doesn't guarantee anything because it's all down to your individual effort. And I will highlight this. I couldn't stress this enough. Effort. You got to be practicing your language. And in my case, and that's actually what I advise everyone, that's what the whole English Harmony Project is all about. You got to be doing a lot of spoken English practice. You got to be speaking with yourself all the time. And you may want to click on this link. And from here on out, I'm not going to be telling you guys click on it. As soon as the link shows up there, you can just click on it and it will take you to the respective page or video on my blog. And the link is called I've been speaking in English for years, but I still require regular spoken practice though, you know, and I'm explaining why it's crucial to constantly be speaking with yourself. Just because you happen to be working in an English-speaking environment, just because you have a few English-speaking friends, doesn't mean that you will somehow achieve a total and utter fluency just by hanging out with those people in those environments. It, it's not, it's not going to happen like that. Well, obviously, if you're spending 24 hours a day among, among English speakers, and if you have, happen to have an English-speaking partner, for example, and kids, that's total immersion, that's full immersion, and then, yes, that will be enough. But in my case, right, my, sometimes my English communication interaction with other English speakers is very limited and I've gone for extended periods of time where I don't actually communicate with anyone and it's all down to my own practice. I practice with myself and I've been doing that for about 10 years at this stage I would imagine. Day in, day out, constantly, non-stop practicing with myself. You know what I mean? And uh, in case you don't believe me, in case you think that it's all bullshit and Robbie is just cutting you guys well it's not really the case you may want to click on this link and the article is called one solid proof that spoken english practice works check this out and you will find plenty of uh, feedback from my youtube subscribers from my customers who will testify that spoken english self-practice works indeed and it does wonders to your fluency guys and uh i will also advise you to click on this link and the article is called Can't Improve English Because I Live in a Non-English Speaking Country is often just an excuse and I'm elaborating the whole concept and explaining you guys why this is just an excuse because that would be one of the typical things to think oh well, I don't have any opportunities to speak with others I live in India, I live in China, I live in Japan, I live in Romania, whatever, whatever country you may choose those people would would kind of have a valid reason to say that they don't have a chance of improving their English. Let me tell you this, you can do it. It's all down to practicing. You are what you do. If you speak in English day in, day out, you are that person. You become a fluent English speaker. 
full stop, right? And that's why I created the product English harmony system, right? It's all about spoken English practicing and for the last number of years, eight years, if I'm not mistaken, hundreds upon hundreds and thousands of people have bought the product all over the world and they've achieved a great level of fluency just because they constantly speak with themselves when they engage with English harmony system speech exercising lessons, you know? And it's just to show you guys that practicing is all you need. It's not necessarily about speaking with the other person, right? So I just, yeah, at this stage I'm, I do sound like a broken record, but it's necessary because a lot of people don't realize that and I have to be repeating that thing all over and over again to, to kind of send the message across and make it sink in, right? And uh, yeah, as a matter of fact, here's a link you may want to check out as well. What to do if you can't speak with natives in an English-speaking country. So how about that? This link and the, 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 the article and the video was inspired by someone else's comment. And that was a woman, if I'm not mistaken. And she lives in an English-speaking country. She's been living there, but she lives among th her own native counterparts. It's a closed society, like a community within an English-speaking country, and she doesn't get any chance of speaking with the locals. So what would you say about that if you strongly believe that moving to an English-speaking country will guarantee that you start speaking fluent English? What would you say about those hundreds and thousands of people actually who live in those countries, but they, they can't speak English after years because they've been sticking ma mainly with their, their own, you know? And that's what people tend to do, you know? People, it's human nature to be sticking with their own. The answer is you have to do effort, you have to make effort, you have to do it yourself. It's not going to happen by itself. So basically on the finishing note, I will just uh, emphasize once more that just because I live here in Ireland doesn't mean that that is the reason why I speak fluent English. I've been constantly speaking with myself and speaking with others is only like a test how well I've done my practice, like my, my own spoken English practice is like my homework. It's like for a boxer to punch the bag and then I get in the ring with a real native English speaker and then I have the conversation and then I can see how I perform. But truth be told, you don't have to be speaking with someone else. That interaction can happen every couple of months for all I know. You know what I mean? So no matter where in the world you are, surely there will be some opportunity for you to speak with someone every now and then. You know what I mean? So basically 99% of work is done by yourself, speaking with yourself, practicing on a regular basis. And then the rest 1% is probably down to real life interaction. But more often than not, I would say that what you do in comfort of your own home, speaking with yourself, recording your speech on a camcorder like that. You may want to check out this link which elaborates on that concept, why it's hugely important to be recording your speech, right? So all these factors contribute to your fluency. And please believe me, I'm not lying. I'm not bullshitting you guys. I'm not saying all this just because I hope that you would buy my product or whatever. This is, this is what it is, you know what I mean? I'm being totally honest with you guys and upfront. I am not fluent just because I happen to be living in Ireland. Yes, it helps because the very fact that I'm in this country means that I have to have good English skills and good communication skills. So that's why I'm motivated to do the spoken English practice. But not, it's not the other way around. It's not because I'm kind of immersed in the environment that that would bring my fluency up just by itself, you know.
it, it might improve your listening abilities, but that's a completely different story altogether. Your comprehension, your listening, is a completely different skill set. You, you may improve that passively just by being among native English speakers, but just because you're among them doesn't mean that your fluency will somehow magically develop by itself. It's all hard work, guys, right? So I hope that I answered your question. And uh, uh, thanks for checking out my video and chat to you soon. Bye-bye.